0: Ladies and gentlemen, episode 11 of the Wrestling Journal Podcast, brought to you by WrestleBuzz at WrestleBuzz on Twitter with three Zs at WrestleBuzz on Instagram. Happy Fourth of July. It is I, Joseph Crush, remotely here with, uh, you know, the three usual suspects, N- NJ3, Nicholas Jersey. How are you, buddy? How you doing? Happy Independence Day, America. And I'm yeah. good. Okay. <laughs> Nicky Noodles, <laughs> the forgotten son, Nicky Noodles. How are you, buddy?
1: It's, it's, it's rock hard noodles today, all right? Rock, rock hard, hard. okay <laughs> al, al happy, dente. Fourth, boys. happy birthday america
0: <laughs> happy birthday to my wife it's the day before fourth of july yes. happy birthday lori happy birthday, yes. lori. Happy
1: happy birthday lori. Lori.
0: She, lori she will not be listening to this but uh it's just in spirit you know uh ed news canale how's it going buddy
2: yeah pretty good happy fourth everybody
0: happy fourth do you love fantasy sports and professional wrestling of course you do So join Paper Champion. It's free to play, win real prizes, gifts, trophies, and more. Sign-ups for Season 5 are currently underway. Do you have what it takes to be the next Paper Champion? If so, contact us at kayfabecup at gmail.com. Once again, that is kayfabecup at gmail.com. Paper Champion. Fantasy wrestling done right. A um, couple interesting things. We're recording a day earlier than usual, uh, just to, due, due to the holiday here. Um, a lot of things are happening this week. A lot of things are coming out. One being, uh, Gals and Anderson apparently are signing with Impact, um, from what all the reports are saying. Uh, as of right now, are no-compete clause ends on July 18th, which is the uh, premiere, or premiere of the the show would be anniversary for TNA or Impact, whatever you want to call it these days. Um, they're pre- predicted to be debuting on the show or the, or the show after uh, on TV. I'm also reading that their, uh, their deal includes that they're able to compete in New Japan, which would be convenient for them since they've worked there prior. Uh, just initial thoughts on Gals and Anderson going to Impact and then... Maybe other places besides there with their current deal. Jersey, what do you got for me, bud?
3: Um, you know what? I think it's a good move for them, right? Um, I think that I don't know if they would have got the same deal of being able to go to New Japan and also be here in the States. Mm. Um, I think that impact can give them that opportunity. Uh, I think if they would went to AEW and nothing against them because I'm a huge fan of uh, the Good Brothers – I think that they might have been a little bit lost in the shuffle, right? Wasn't that the big reason why in WWE that it didn't work out as well for them is because they were a little bit lost in the shuffle. Um, I feel like with all the tag team wrestling over there, like adding another big name premier tag team, like how you only have one show on TV and then you have one YouTube show on a Tuesday, you know, I feel like they might get lost. So I honestly think in looking at the the impact roster, I think they can use a little infusion of
1: uh, some new talent. Um, So I think it's a good move.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And uh, Nicky Newell's, what do you got for me?
1: Yeah, no, it's a great move for, for Gallows and Innocent, And it uh, definitely gives them a, a new opportunity, a fresh opportunity, you know, a clean slate to really start over and establish themselves again as a legit tag team because I've always loved their work. Um, I think they're a special tag team in the ring. They got great chemistry. Um, and, you know, they're funny as shit, too, man. They give yeah. great comedic value in, in what they do. So, um, and it gives them an opportunity to do what they really want to do with New Japan and go back and forth and, and, you know, establish that name that they've always had all throughout, you know, so. Good for them, and hopefully uh gives uh you know them a new infusion over there, like Jersey was saying, because uh there's too much cluttering and tag teams going on on, on both uh, shows these days with uh, AEW and, and uh, WWE. Fair point. Bad news.
2: Yeah, definitely a good move for them. I mean, especially when they're able to go over to Japan because that's where they did their best work for the last few years, you know, them yeah. with the Bullet Club. You know, that was when they were the hottest and everything. But I saw on Instagram a couple of days ago, Anderson – Posted a picture of him with him and uh, Gals with the young bucks. So I don't know. Maybe they're trolling us. You know. Cause yeah. This is let's change the game, babe. So I don't know what could that mean. Like I said, maybe he's trolling us. But I mean, if they go to Impact, mm-hmm. it definitely will help them out. Like everyone was saying, you know, they they definitely need tag teams in that company. So and I thought they were one of the best tag teams they had in WWE. But like I said, they got lost in the shuffle with everything. So definitely a good move for them. So. See
0: what happens yeah, I agree. I mean we don't know terms with the contract, so I assume it would be a decent amount of money um, they're they're definitely a big name to bring over to impact I think impact I mean it's questionable if they're on the rise here I mean to be honest i don't I haven't been able to watch um, their current product, right, so I don't know where they're at currently, but I have read good things about them from like people. I haven't seen a lot of negatives like you would in the past, like impacts. Like they don't really consider it a joke anymore. Right. So it's just not on like a mainstream television channel. Yeah. So, I don't even
2: know what channel it's on anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, sure.
0: I don't know either. I know they, they last like, I remember it was pop, but I don't know, about yeah, that. Yeah. Um, uh. but I know they do like Twitch. They, they put the show on Twitch as well for free. So if you don't have access to the channel, which I think is a pretty good idea, especially nowadays mm. you're, you're utilizing the current media situation. Um, but
3: you know what could be a good point joey just what you're kind of saying is i think what impact is trying to do is they're trying to kind of stay in their lane right they're not doing the wednesday night wars right they're not trying to go up against raw and smackdown they're trying to put on what they're doing and they're worried about their show i think that says a lot for a company that kind of has like you know what We can't compete with these guys, but we're going to give you a product that we can do and give you the best that we can do based on what we're doing. We're not going to worry about, you know, we're not going to do Great American Bash versus Fighter Fest. We're not going to Mm -hmm. go up against Raw and SmackDown and stuff like that. They're going to do what they can do. And I think think that goes a long way. Yeah,
1: and they've done that. Especially with their financial restrictions too, you know what I mean? Like as Jersey, piggyback off Jersey, you know, it's hard to compete with that type of money, you know, and and the best way to make yourself relevant is to start bringing in some some real names and and some, some popular guys that can you know, bring a little spotlight to you, you know what I mean? In your lane, as Jersey was saying.
0: Yeah, to piggyback off that, do you think, like, all right, so they get, if this is all true, right? Because technically we don't. it's not a signed deal until we see them on TV, right? We don't – anything can happen. There's too, a lot of companies now where, where they can go. And like Tom said, they took a picture with the Young Bucks, whether they were trolling or not. I know they are friends with them, so they should be well. hanging out with them, right? So um, until they do sign, we don't really know. But if, if Impact does bring over guys like them, Rusev, Heath Slater, Zack Ryder, whoever, guys that did get released from WWE that have that name value – do could, could they be like a not? I don't want to say like an eight, like a content. Like I don't want, I, when I say a player, like I don't mean like competing with WWE. But would they be someone that maybe you'd watch on a weekly basis, uh, noodles? Yeah,
1: definitely for me, especially. You know what I mean? Because like I always liked Rusev, I always liked Slater and those guys. Yeah. So if they were able to find an opportunity for them where they can, you know, um, not really have to worry about competing with with the big time guys for spot time, where they can kind of do their own thing and and um, you know offer themselves their – their own style of how they want to pers- per, you know um show themselves and showcase their abilities in a different way uh would, would be something that would intrigue me especially bad news yeah i mean definitely i mean i would like to see how they
2: would use rusev if he goes there you know will they keep him how he was back in the day like he was this unstoppable like machine you know mm-hmm. basically destroying everybody You know, i to see what they do if he goes there he's slater i mean the guy, I thought he always got a raw deal. I thought he was one of the best part of Nexus. I really did. I mean, I think they kind of screwed him with the whole three-man band thing back in the day. Yeah. I always thought the guy was decent enough. So, I'm curious to see what they do with him. So, I mean, if they do go there, it would be cool to see what they do with him. So, I yeah. would definitely tune in to watch them,
0: see what's going on with them. And, uh, Jersey, another guy I want to ask about is EC3, too, on on the same topic. Mm-hmm. He's been throwing out a lot of videos, a lot of uh, speculation behind where he's going to go. The most recent one was him f- – basically like listing off AEW names and then the AEW logo pops up in the background. Um, I don't believe, I mean, I'm not until I hear it, until I see it, I don't believe it, but uh, what are your thoughts? It's like guys leaving WWE and going to other companies, would impact be a player for you? Someone, something that you would watch or what do you think?
3: Yeah. I mean, I watched, I watched impact back in the day for a long time. I mean, a lot of former WWE guys before AEW was, you know, obviously even thought of, I mean, It was Impact and WWE, you know, even before NXT. And Impact actually put on some good shows like AJ Styles, Samoa Joe, I mean, Christopher Daniels, they had some names over there. They were doing it big for a long time. Um, and I enjoy the product for a while. And then obviously guys wanted to get other opportunities. I know there was a lot of financial issues with the ownership. They kept changing things. I think the guy from smashing pumpkins was an owner at one point, if I'm not mistaken.
2: There was was a, yeah,
3: yeah, there was a lot going on. So they need to almost like stabilize, right? Once they stabilize, they can kind of refocus, but Hey, listen, just like you guys, if you're not giving me a paycheck, I'm out.
0: Yeah.
3: Right. If you can't pay Bobby Roode and you can't pay AJ styles and Smojo and paychecks are coming in late. I, I got to go, right? Yeah. I got to go where the money is. So maybe they've been able to kind of stabilize at this point, And now they're trying to refocus their efforts into getting some talent infused into what they got going on. Yeah. Um. EC3, I think he's doing it right, right? If he didn't sign with either of them and he's kind of trolling one against the other, maybe it's his little, his little way of kind of upping the ante, upping the contract that's being offered. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, they want me. Well, they want me. I mean, that, that's,
0: that's, that's, that's how sports does it. Right. Mm-hmm. You're right i agree good point point. and it, it, unfortunately it's i mean it's 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 not like it was back in the day with like major players like diesel and razor ramon leaving WWE and going to wcw but to have this kind of feel again when we, these guys leave the company and we don't know where they're going and we we get that surprise that shock value of them showing up on the other brands i mean i think it's always good for for the the business of wrestling just to, to get that extra shock value Granted, like i said it's not those big names that we saw leave back in the day yet at least so it's just fun to see where, where they're going to go and what they're going to do. So, I don't know. I'm excited. I This might bring me into fucking watch for the. F- I never thought I'd say <laughs> oh, that. I'm, I'm definitely uh, tuning in. Yeah. So,
3: it's, it's almost like a must watch if you're a wrestling yeah, fan at this point.
0: It's, I, I believe, I want to say, I don't know the exact date, but I think July 18th is like everyone's 90 day no compete clause is ending that day. So, or around that time. So, who knows? you got to give it a shot. For you sure. got to give it a shot. Yeah, absolutely. And ironically, to. Staying on Impact for the first time ever, back to back segments here. Um, Tessa Blanchard was released uh, from Impact, I want to say within the past two weeks. And she was their current w- uh, WB, their, their current heavyweight champion, which is groundbreaking for a woman to, I mean, that was might be a first of all time, right? So um, she's looked at as like one of the best women's wrestlers in the world right now. And she's definitely legit. Um, no one knows where she's going. Apparently, WWE is making a push for her. Uh, Bad news, do you want to see Tessa, because she has the history of being controversial with like what whether it's race or like treating women differently or bad, whatever. Um, Do you want to see her in NXT WWE? Would you want to see her go to AEW, Ring of Honor, wherever they, wh- where would you want to see her go?
2: I mean, it'd be cool to see her end up in WWE, but I mean, with her history, I mean, I really don't know if they want to bring that in. Yeah. You know what I mean? Especially with everything that's going on the last few months and everything. But yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I- Maybe she should go to Ring of Honor. I mean, she was in Ring of Honor, right, a few years back, I believe. I'm
0: not – I don't know her history too well. Yeah. I, just, yeah.
2: I, I think, but, I mean, they bring her in and, you know, basically, like, you know, say, hey, don't pull any of what you've been pulling for the last few years or whatever, but, yeah. I mean, it's just another big name for them to bring in, so I'd be curious to see if they do it, so. All
0: right. right. J3?
3: Um, I mean, if I'm AEW, I'm, I'm backing up the truck of money to her, right? At this point, you know, you – for me, I don't think she's going to fit with the mold, especially so so close to her being released from Impact because of why she was released without getting too much into it. We'll kind of leave it there. Mm-hmm. Um, if you guys want to bring that up, that's up to you, but I'll, I'll leave it there for now. Um, but I think I think she makes more sense in AEW. I think that that would be a big shock factor, a big value add to their roster, um, and I think it would make a lot more sense over there than, than for WWE at this point, to be
0: honest. Fair point. Noodles, what you got mm-hmm. for me, bud? Uh, I'd be happy with her to
1: really go to WWE or AEW. But as Jersey was saying, for sure, I think she's a much better fit in AEW right now. I mean, WWE is loaded with talent on their roster, plus NXT at the same time. Where AEW really doesn't have like the full stable of female wrestlers where they can really uh, dominate that type of that type of card. So, her would be a, a much better fit there with her talent and abilities, and really elevate that division.
0: Yeah, I think I agree. I think um, in my perspective on it is that either way, if it's I, AEW or WWE, I think the fans are winners regardless. I've seen her work uh, multiple mm-hmm. times, and she's definitely really good. We've seen her in the May Young Classic, right? So um, I think my the way I think it is AEW needs her more than WWE at this point right they need right, help. Absolutely. I think yeah, their like I think that. their women's division is lacking just that I mean Britt Baker's lacking not there. Star power. yeah lacking star power, I think yeah. Britt Baker yeah. would have been it if she was if she wasn't her right now I think she we would have been seeing her come up she's doing she's doing the best work for the women's division she's not even wrestling right now so yeah
2: yeah
0: um but for me on the other end Tessa Blanchard versus Charlotte Flair like that history there is like Unbelievable! I know Tully's not in WWE, so just to see Tessa versus Charlotte would be would be great, or or maybe even that. Since Becky's out, could she like find herself in to become that fourth horsewoman? I mean, I know I'm always going back to that, right? I always want to see that fruition, but that's still a possibility. And then maybe she comes in, helps them out against the other four, and then turns on Charlotte. And like, I don't know, some down the road. There's definitely like booking possibilities. Um, going forward for her if she does come to WWE but um I don't know I, I'd be excited for her if she went to AEW I'd be I'd be jacked up as well I mean well, um
3: you know what to piggyback off you'd be um I mean the possibilities are endless for both right The storylines almost are writing themselves like you said it perfectly like you they literally are writing themselves in both companies yeah um and, and like you said Britt Baker is definitely probably the most over Um, female talent that AEW has right now and no disrespect to Sheeta. She she had a fantastic match, I think, against Penelope Ford and Penelope Ford is probably her best match that I've seen her thus far. But I, you know, just wanted to kind of throw those two cents in there. But I think storylines write themselves.
1: Yeah. No, you're right. Whoever, whoever lands Tessa is, the, is, gonna, is is big time. It's going to be great for them, regardless of whoever that may be.
0: Yeah, I'd like to also think, like, I know she, we, we always talk about, like, the pe- what they've done in the prior, like, their history and stuff, and she actually has, has a questionable history with behind the scenes that we don't really have to address here. I'd like to think is, like, the WWE is, like, the, I hate to say it, like the Patriots, right? Like, you bring, you bring someone in with, with issues and you hope they try to change them, like, when they go through the system. Like, Belichick would change, like, tries to change, like, problem, problem players. Right, Nicky Noodles? You know it, bro. Right. You know it, Cam Newton, huh? Know, at, the end, at, the the, at the end of yeah. the
1: day, WWE's always been like the land of second mark. Third chances. You know what yeah. I mean? They've always they've always given other people opportunities to change and evolve as human beings. But also, you know, if you're able to bring in money, you know you, you can you can look past that as well sometimes. You know,
0: yeah, and her pops is over in AEW too, so you never know. I mean, there's a lot of, and I'd love to see I'd love for this to play out where we don't know where she's going, and she makes um a big hit wherever she does, like a, a nice little shock. But I mean, it's 2020, the internet's fucking wild and we're living it, right? So, the truth, uh, stories been like I said, stories been popping up all week. Uh, our bad news canali hit us with a story this morning that Kyrie saint apparently is uh leaving WWE after a contract is up. Um, it's I know it's pretty fresh on our mind here. Um, but Jersey, what do you, uh, any, any quick thoughts on Kyrie leaving the company?
3: I mean, it's unfortunate, right, because she was a really talented wrestler coming from uh, Japan, if I'm not mistaken, Um, and her best work was in NXT, right? She Mm kind of came up to the main roster, and Mm -hmm. I hate to say this in no disrespect, she was used horribly yeah whoever's fault that is i don't know if she, i know she got injured a couple times against you know naya the the destroyer uh Jax. <laughs> um but god i remember you know her work down at nxt man The may young classic uh, you know her versus tony storm like that stuff was good you know I, I was there we were there in attendance um me noodles were there again and you know for the women's evolution over in uh, the the old nassau coliseum the barn and that was a fantastic match. Yeah, she did some good stuff. And it killed me to see her just come to the main roster and just fall flat. And I don't want to put that on her because she's talented. And they made it work down there. Why couldn't they find that same magic? So, to be honest, I'm happy for her if this is her, I guess, her swan song up here. And then she's going to go back to Japan to kind of really finish it off. That's where she deserves to go. She deserves to go out on top. And what she's doing here right now is not top-notch stuff. Not, not to her fault.
0: Yeah. yeah no i agree i think uh she did her do do her best stuff in nxt yeah. I, th- I saw like some serious potential with her too um they changed up her character a little bit when she came to the, to the roster i mean i i thought even though the pirate gimmick was kind of like goofy in nxt it, it worked right i think it was like just she was the one that could t- that could deliver it and arguably the best elbow drop in wrestling history in my opinion but uh what do <laughs> Over macho man over oh. mantra, Man. Yeah, I said
1: oh, wow. it. Wow, okay. that was a pretty bold statement, Joe. And I, <laughs> yeah.
0: and, I, and I said it, and I hold hold my thought to that. Uh, Noodles, any thoughts on Kyrie leaving WWE? And, and, Tom, do we get – when you send it over, do you have any idea when her contract's up by any chance or we don't know that? Uh,
2: let me see. It just says once her contract expires, doesn't say when.
0: All right, we can look into that. Um, Noodles,
1: what do you got for me, but? Nah, I mean, it's definitely definitely a little bit of a blow losing Kyrie. I love her talent, her, you know, her abilities and skill sets in the ring. Um, there was no way she could be happy the way she was portrayed on the on the main roster as Jersey was alluding to. Uh, it was it was tough booking, especially with all that she accomplished down at NXT and everything she brought to the table there. Um, I'm one of the few things I'm thinking that was probably the cause of you know some of that booking was her size, unfortunately. You know, she wasn't as big as some of the other girls in wwe i don't know if that had anything to do with it but you know how vince rolls when it comes to that type of stuff yeah um you know with the believability factor um but you know i hope she goes somewhere where it can you know really um you know enhance her character and and bring out the best in her where she could find the fit that works for her abilities and where she would be happy so wherever she goes i hope it's best for her
0: i agree man Bad news. You delivered this bad news. What are your thoughts on this yeah. bad news? Yeah, I mean, she was so she was so
2: over down in NXT. It was unbelievable. All the matches she did. Like you said, the the paragon was a little goofy, but it worked for her. You know what I mean? She was, yeah. you know, coming with the whole ship wheel and all that kind of stuff. You know, it worked for her. So, kind of sucks what happened to her going up to the main roster. But like we said, size might have played a factor. She's not the big, you know, she's not like the ideal, if you want to say whatever, but just sucks that. If she is leaving, if it's true, it does kind of suck that they lost someone like her. So, sad to see her go.
0: No, definitely. And I think over the past, like, few months when she's been up there, you maybe just me, but I could sense, like, her – I know she got hurt for a while since so she was out. Um, but I just see her, like, her presence when she come down to the ring. It didn't seem like she really had it all, like – she didn't have, like, that that extra – oomph that she did in NXT. She wasn't yeah. into it as much. Yeah, sure. she wasn't into yeah, it yet. Absolutely. Um, yeah. I didn't mind her and Asuka together as a team, like with, with the miss, like the like their whole little new deal, but like she, I mean Kyrie need needed to be brought out more than just that. Right. I think there yeah. were tight women's tag team champions, but I wanted this. I'd love to see her on a, on a singles one. I thought she had it. And I know it's tough without the crowd there, but I feel like at that with the pirate gimmick, she could have related more to like, as like a, a, a nice little baby face for the girls. Like, I mean, and not like a hug one, like Bailey, like just a legit one. Yeah. So it sucks. It's probably not fun getting your face smashed in by like Nia Jackson. Shit either. Yeah, exactly. Um. Uh, things that, like I said, happened all week, within the past 24 hours, WWE had uh, reportedly bought Evolve, which is a uh, small promotion here in the Northeast, I believe, uh, if correct me if I'm wrong. Um, so. we, we've seen them work with WWE in the past. Uh, they had their 10th anniversary show on the network, which is pretty cool, where they integrated matches with NXT guys and Evolve guys. Uh, we've also seen a lot of talent come from Evolve to WWE, Matt Riddle, um, uh Austin theory Austin theory drew Gulak, yeah. a lot of those guys and even more um i think it was kind of obvious i mean i thought i i saw this coming and there's reports of it happening like th- a deal being discussed like with the past couple years right so um to the, it's so fresh like there, were like i was trying to get detail on it like, like the deal before I, we came on here there wasn't like a price given uh, a lot of it's based on like the library that they have uh, from these current superstars do we uh do we see this as kind of like a uh, what they, like what they want is WWE trying to take over again or we just it's just like a little thing that they want to do on the side here um nj3 what do you got for me but
3: I mean, this just this screams WCW to me when I hear buying a library, right? Yeah. I think that it kind of goes a little twofold. I think that getting more fresh, new content for the WWE Network is great. Now, I'm sure everyone's, if you're not aware, they have the free version of WWE Network, and they also have the paid version of the yeah. WWE Network. And I think getting Evolve could allow them to add more content to the streaming service because at the end of the day, and I don't want to come off sounding like I love the network, but we've lived through a lot of these stories, right? We haven't seen the background of some of the stories, like the way Undertaker, you know, how the last ride went down and some of these, um, you know, these three sixty fives and WW 24s, but we've lived it and watched it from the main roster standpoint or NXT. I'd love to get a new story, right? You, you're, you're telling me the story that I kind of know and adding little, little tidbits to it, which is kind of, you know, pulling those breadcrumbs for us to kind of watch it again. But I, I want to see something different and with Evolve, um, I think that's going to allow them to be able to kind of dig into their library and give us like a, a nice Matt Riddle, a legit Matt Riddle story, right? Like that would be kind of cool to watch or yeah. even just maybe infuse some of their talent with NXT or, you know, get rid of 205 live and, and have it just be evolved. Right. Or, you know, infuse main event. Like, I think there's a lot of possibilities I can see with this. I mean, this is a good purchase. Um, it you know I don't think it's gonna be kind of like an invasion storyline. I'll tell you no. that for sure. Yeah, um, yeah. that did, that didn't work. <laughs> um, yeah. but I, I think it's I think it's a good move. I think adding more content for viewership helps, and giving you know different content always helps too.
0: Yeah, I'd like to think that they um, ultimately would treat Evolve as like their actual uh, developmental and then make nxt i mean they've already technically made it an official third brand But like use evolve and uh, on top of what you said jers like use their past library like mm. but the, the talent in evolve they, whoever's down there that has a, a strict contract to evolve is now i would assume owned by WWE. or they would discuss contracts going forward it's like use the evolve as their developmental i don't know i mean i, I think that'd be a cool idea so we get like a legit thing um noodles any thoughts on this yeah, Joe, I totally
1: agree with you. I think it would, it would be a perfect opportunity to use it as a developmental league, kind of like their minor league program in a way, you know what I mean? Because NXT, honestly, is, is, is pretty damn big, man. It's a, it's a pretty powerful name in NT in its own right right now. Yeah. So to really have an actual developmental program to where guys can, like Jersey was alluding to earlier, where you could see the rise of, of a real progression of somebody starting from, you know, the lowest level and, and working that way all the way to the main roster and really enjoying, you know, a character's total, evolution from from inception all the way to to its you know its pinnacle and it's you know obviously we create a lot of new fresh faces some you know find finding new talent and also create more opportunities for hungry wrestlers as you know like like the awesome theories of the world and matt riddles and stuff like that so yeah i don't think it's uh anything that's going to be bad by any means
0: no nah, i agree 100 percent road, to the, road yeah. to the main show road to the main show there you, you know? go there, there you, you go, go. Follow follow a guy from Evolve valve all the way up to the, to the main roster. I mean, is that if that's what you're hinting? I don't know if that's where, but that's, that's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, that'd be a good documentary series. Um, Bad news, Canal, What do you got for me, buddy?
2: Yeah, I mean, basically what everyone said. Definitely a good move. You know, again, maybe make it like the minor not the minor leagues, but like you know, developmental type thing. You know, see these guys from there coming all the way up to the main roster. Definitely would be cool to see. And like you said, add more content to the network. That never that never hurts anybody. You know with everything so absolutely definitely a good move for them i'm curious to see how much it costs but i don't think it could have been that much you know and yeah. everything but you never know so very cool to see
0: and the guy uh cool. gabe sapolsky is the the owner or i don't know if uh, i guess he wouldn't be the owner anymore but uh i think he had a good relationship with WWE, so maybe he come, they bring him in as a like their talent i don't know but sir i don't know what the proper title is but so god seeks out talent for like independence and stuff so
3: listen if, if he adds any any value to writing and storylines i mean i'm i, I am all <laughs> welcome to that open um, <laughs> i mean dear god please like yeah. help infuse <laughs> something um, just because and, 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 it's,
1: and it's easy to do with with some financial backing now too right where like, yeah. you know you actually have resources to really put into something like that where you can see where something can actually lead to and what it can turn into
3: what a time like now with the, with the COVID situation where they can't really kind of have shows going on to buy low. Yeah. yeah. And Vince you know is all I mean? about for, buying
1: low as we know. For, for yep.
3: WWE. I mean, that was like the perfect, that was the perfect strategic move. I mean, Vince is a, uh, is, is a snake and he mm-hmm. capitalizes
0: when you're at your lowest point. That's what that's, he does. You got to do what you That's do. he you is, do.
2: man. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> all right. Uh, a topic that's been brought up in, in the past here uh, has been the, the, the booking for two belts right so i know one of our uh, one of our co-hosts here nick jersey has has an issue with uh this current booking um you want to give us like, your current thoughts on the situation with uh we had becky two belts we have bailey two belts the nxt championship and north american championship coming to possibly a fruition of someone holding two belts what's what's your issue Jersey? what do you what do you, and he, what you even even about?
3: add sasha to that one right you have yeah, sasha so. going after the Royal yeah. championship yeah you know what it is? I, I think it's a, you know, it, it was such a big thing when Connor did it in UFC, right? It was like, wow, look at this guy. He is the champ on two different weight levels. Like it, it, it was like, that was like the first time, like we we're like stuck out, like damn. Yeah. Okay. Now, yeah, they did Seth Rollins back in the day, you know, um, SummerSlam 2016, I want to say, or 15 or whatever it was. 15, I think you it know. was. It. Yeah. So like, you know, we've, we've seen a two belt storyline work before, but what's bothering me now is it's being done on all the shows. right are are we that depleted in 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 talent in the writers room that we can't come up with something better than than the two belt storyline for every single show like you have talent to be used why are you gonna you know negate that and subject them to not being used at all when you're having two belts on all these champions right like it, it blows my mind there i haven't seen carmella in weeks right you you, yeah. you know Bl- bliss ain't doing nothing crazy i know she i know that she was in that recent four-way match and nikki cross won to be the number one contender for the smackdown championship you have talent you know you have the you have the tag team belts on sasha and bailey when the nxt can use an infusion of of some you know new women's talent i mean io shirai is now the face of nxt at this point um why why not put the belts down the the tag tag titles down there like i just think it's it's really lazy easy booking right it's like okay who is the all-time best but don't use it on
0: every brand right now yeah you know i agree with you man i think it's overdone i think the the uh the facade behind it was Connor back in the day, right? Like you said, they, they got it from or you would think they got it from there, but that was years ago, man. It's like, the it's, original champ was warrior, the original double champ. Yeah. yeah. But like they used, they used, <laughs> yeah. the, they used the, the, the double yeah. champ But, that mattered. Thing. but
1: the, back then that was like the signification of power and dominance. And that, yeah. now it's not. <laughs> yeah.
0: And they were, they were, they weren't really fucking stretched on uh on talent back in then. Like it was Hogan and warrior and there was like a big fall after that. I mean, you can oh, already, yeah, yeah. So like, yeah. um, but like the, 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 the moniker of double champ or champ champ or whatever two belts is like, is a, a thing that's been done so many times. It's like, it's a. Especially
1: so congested as, as Jersey was alluding to, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's happened too many times in uh, a short, in a short run, you know?
0: I don't know. Tom, do you have any thoughts on this? Like, we don't have to really stay on too long.
2: Yeah, no, it's definitely overused. I mean, it's, it was cool when they did it every once in a while. Like you have Rollins back in the day. That was pretty cool to see. And you mentioned warrior, you know, going back 30 years ago, but now it's, I think it's lost its luster a little bit, them doing this. I mean, uh, like you said, maybe they just can't come out with any ideas right now. I don't know why, but it definitely is overused. So hopefully, you know, maybe they think with everything going on with no crowd, you know, maybe they think they've got to put something on like a big name to draw people in. Maybe that's what they're thinking. So I don't know. But definitely overused right now.
0: I think they get to stop thinking, right? It's a, it's yeah. a fucking WWE. Yeah. It's not like some jabroni promotion. You guys yeah. have been around for how long, and you can't bolster up a storyline that's like just different. For, like, why? Why are we dealing with the same thing over and over again? And why? Especially, why- with,
1: especially when they have more talent than ever before. Did you be able yeah. to spread the wealth around and build prod, build characters, and build? you know, powerhouses for the brand is just, to me, it's just the biggest waste you could possibly do is to waste talent like that. Yeah.
0: Why can we as fans think of storylines in five minutes? <laughs> and I know that we maybe we're not, we're not writing it down, planning out it for a year. Like, I don't know how far they want to book ahead, but like, especially in the current times, you're not like just hit us with a, a month storyline. That makes sense. Like I, a lot of the shit they do now is like just really questionable. I'm like, I don't, I know we could always revert back. If they're going through the pandemic. There's no crowd. but Like, come on, enough with that already. Like we're done, yeah noodles hit me with that what do
1: you got well, well I, i'm just to piggyback off what you were saying jers i mean uh, joey is you know they shouldn't be worried about storylines five six seven eight nine months from now all the time no. i think they should be doing no. smarter booking in in the present moment think about how many injuries happen all the time and to scrap every idea of two months from now because someone gets hurt is terrible because then you start getting lazy and then you start forcing things that might not be ready or not there Book presently in the moment with, with the talent that's hot in the moment and then take that and ride that train and see where it leads to. But to book like, you know, months and months in advance is just to me silly. That
0: means you're things sett- change all the time. Yeah. That means you're settling for one guy or one girl for nine yeah. down the road. If she's not hot, then what are you doing? You can't put all your eggs in, all, in one basket. Yeah. you absolutely right. And like, I just read something quick before we came on this morning. I just like was going through Twitter and like apparently Sheamus got brought back without any idea what they wanted to do with him. They just were bringing him back and that was it. What and else is f- like, like, you know. like, what are they doing? Like, what's going on there? What? Seamus deserves better than that. You're, you're right. I mean, a guy, a guy his caliber who's, who's paid his yeah.
1: dues, has been in there forever, and to just get thrown into something and not really have an opportunity to want to push his character a certain way without really advance notice is bullshit.
0: And to be, f- I mean, to be fair, the him and Hardy thing, I actually kind of dug it. was like, so some- it was like, oh, little- they threw a little different aspects of like the drunk stuff, and like vets, you know
1: what I mean. But you can't do that with everybody,
0: no, I know it's like they no, looked out on that one. I don't know, man. It's just very, you could, we could talk about frustrations with WWE booking oh. all day, right? I think it's a whole podcast, yeah. but uh, absolutely, for <laughs> weeks,
2: weeks, yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah, we get 50 episodes out of that. Um, yeah. that's why we try to focus on the positives here, boys, right? Um, so. Before we get into the listener question of the week brought to you by Joe Ford from the uh, Four Brothers Bracket Podcast, um, I want to just mention the uh, giveaway we mentioned last week. It's coming to an end tonight. Uh, I mean, this is Friday, July 3rd, so you'll hear it. But uh, tomorrow I'll be on Instagram Live for the first time. So hopefully that goes well. And uh, I will be randomly <laughs> selecting a winner with the the wheel spin on the computer. You'll see it's all legit. It's no, there's no hokey shit behind it. Um, if, you, if you enter properly on the Instagram post at WrestleBuzz on Instagram, you would see there was directions that some people unfortunately didn't know how to follow. And um, which is very sad. We'll work, we'll work on it. It's 20, it's 2020. You can't follow simple uh, simple instructions, but it's okay. Um, the winner will lovely receive a lovely WWE shop t-shirt of their choice. And will be sent to their front door courtesy of the wrestling journal podcast and WrestleBuzz. buzz. Um, yeah, but yes, the listener question of the week, we're trying to do this every week, uh, without even me promoting it on Instagram. This our one of our lo- uh, long, time listeners, Joe Ford, good friend of the podcast had sent me a question and it's a, it's a, que- it's going to be a tough one. I know we said, since you guys earlier in the week, he wants to get, I'll read, I'll read his question verbatim, right? With sports possibly coming back soon. There's always talks of a Mount Rushmore of sports, but this Mount will be different. You can only pick. One from the 80s, one from the 90s, one from the 2000s, and one from the 2010s. I mean, this is tough, right? Um, bad news since that's your brother, right? Uh, let's hear it. Who do you got for us here?
2: I mean, 80s, you got to go with Hogan. I mean, come on. I mean, what the guy did for professional wrestling without him, I don't think there is professional wrestling.
0: Mm, hot take.
2: I mean, I really. I mean, I, know, I
0: mean, that hot, but. I, <laughs> mean, the, I mean, look at I mean, look
2: what he did. I mean, with everything went. You know, he's in the movies, the TV, the commercials. I mean, even though, you know, he kind of is a tool right now with everything. But, you know, it's, I mean, back in the day, he was, he was it. Yeah. So, uh, go with him. 90s, I struggled with. I was going between Bret Hart because, you know, he was the early part of the 90s. You know, when Hogan was leaving, WWE yeah. to go to WCW. Then, obviously, in the late 90s, he had a guy called Stone Cold Steve Austin who just lit the world on fire. So, I was kind of struggling with him, but I kind of decided I'd go with Stone Cold for that just because, you know, my favorite wrestler of all time, just everything he did. And it was at a point in my life where, you know, I was a teenager. I thought he was the coolest thing ever that he was doing, you know, drinking the beers and all that kind of stuff. You know, that was yeah. cool to see. 2000s, I got to say Triple H. I mean, the guy just, you know, all the main events he was in, I mean, was that because he was, you know, married to the boss's daughter? I don't know, but, you know. Just, you know, all the ma- I mean the matches he put on with Taker. I mean, granted that was towards the later part of the decade and everything, but you know, it was just it was unbelievable. And can't forget the pop he got when he came back from his quad injury in two thousand two. That was pretty cool. Yeah, one of the best G. of all time apparently. Yeah. And two thousand ten, gotta go with Cena. I mean, the guy just led the company for so long and everything. Even though like towards the later part he was not there as much, but every match he was in, you know, the guy gave 110%. All the the crowd, even though it was like, you know, split 50 50, people hate him, people love them. He still got a reaction out of him. So, gotta go with Cena with
0: that. All right. I mean, very fair choices. Uh, when you limit it down to decades, it's like really hard to separate. Like you said, the 90s is yeah. the early. The it's first hard. half
1: it can go to multiple people for the sure. The first half yeah. of the, It
0: depends on which, which half you're looking at there, right? So, I, I exactly. agree. Exactly. Yeah. I, that's
1: That's what I struggled with.
0: You can't really disagree with those choices there. Uh, NJ3, we haven't heard you in a couple minutes. What do you got for us?
3: i know i, I i'm like don lancreca of, of the uh, of our show i talk 70 percent of the time it's terrible um you know what i gotta learn how to read questions more because i was working when we got this question so i thought i was supposed to be a mount rushmore for every decade wow. so he, he, i created a mount rushmore, rushmore for
1: man he was, he was hot and and so i was
3: like shit so i literally did one for the 80s 90s 2000s and 2010 so i just want to make sure i put that out there joe i was really doing my homework and i went to debuts majority of matches i went in there and i really went in there so wow. um went for the extra credit i really did Fucking and i i a brown noser
2: <laughs>
3: listen what can i say when when, when the bad news canali segments are the um top rated segments and when <laughs> nicky Noodles pipe, pipe bombs are are breaking internet i gotta do something right,
2: right.
3: um so for 1980s um i guess you got you gotta go hulk hogan yeah. Right. You have to go Hogan. I, I think that he may not have been the biggest wrestler, the most popular character, the most, but he is the one who put wrestling on the map. And you ask anyone today, our generation, our parents' generation, children today, our grandparents, Hulk Hogan is just a name that's synonymous with wrestling and pop culture. And I, I think it just makes the most sense, right? Um, 1990s. I mean, there's, there's, this Stone Cold Steve Austin, right? At the end of the day, he's he's what helped win the Monday Night Wars. He's what put, helped put WCW in the tank at the time, even to today. I mean, the, the guy, Stone Cold Steve Austin is the coolest guy. I mean, he was he was the most over person, I think, in any generation ever, right? If we can think about it. Yeah, I, I mean, they were doing what? Eight, nine, million, sure. Yeah, they were doing absolutely. eight, nine million, I think, views in terms of viewership on Monday night because of Stone Cold where they're lucky they get 2 million views in these day and age now of course i know it's a different time but you know i think it kind of speaks for itself 2000 was tough right because like i'm i'm thinking like john cena triple h you know john cena debuted in 2002 triple h has been around late 90s and 2000s but for me i think in the in the earlier parts of the 2000s i think john cena meant a lot more at that point to what the company was doing and where the company was going post attitude era yeah Um, so i gotta go john cena for that and for my 2010s the phenomenal aj styles wow okay
2: okay. all right
3: i mean you know what he did in impact um and and putting that company on his back i mean this guy was i mean he was in wcw if anyone remembers towards the tail end of wcw when they um when they were really kind of you know about to kind of finish it up he he actually debuted there so yes to my rule of being debuts i know that kind of breaks through a little bit but i think aj styles has been doing something real special and I think he's been the best wrestler for the last decade so i think he deserves his due aj styles 2010s
0: <laughs> i love it maybe maybe when another episode we'll get into your uh your your uh for each or your Mount yeah. Rushmore for each decade um
3: yeah it was it was a lot I, you know i put some real work into it. i'm a little upset
0: that we don't have time to speak about it but <laughs> Hogan, Stone Cold, ceo Joe, styles. why don't you go,
1: Joey?
0: Want me to go first? Uh, yeah, yeah. All right, that, way, to, way to swerve me. Uh, yeah, so I mean, it's, <laughs> it's hard not to go any other route in the beginning, right? I mean, it's tough. Like, I, 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 you always want to try to like bring a little difference to the to the choices here. um Hogan in the '80s is like revolutionary, right? He got wrestling going. um Right? And he was on the mainstream television, so like you got to think about him. And you also got to think about Ric Flair, too. Ric Flair did his thing in the 80s. Uh-huh. I mean, maybe people disagree, it's, it's, he wasn't Hogan, he wasn't uh, the big star. But it's because was, it, it was the region you grew up watching, right? So I mean, we didn't see him up here in the Northeast too much because we were, well, first of all, we were sperm cells we're at born. the time. But we're yeah, we're so but like, even, <laughs> even like people that were alive in the 80s, that were watch, actively watching wrestling, um, if depends depending on what region you live then you didn't get to see certain guys uh so i'd like to argue that rick flair is just as was just as important to or just as a, a biggest professional wrestler as hulk hogan was it's just that hulk hogan had that extra push but i'm sticking with hogan but i just want to give rick flair his uh his due diligence there uh the 90s dude i mean i we see tom said it jokingly in the, in the group chat like you i you could have said undertaker for all for all four right i, I mean like <laughs> yeah. not really the 80s but you know what i mean yeah um it's tough. Uh, I'm going to go – you have to go Austin here. He, the latter end of the 90s was his time. It was everything. He was where he made his his big splash in wrestling. Mm-hmm. He did everything for wrestling. He kept it going. He Hogan brought it 80s, 90s, and then Stone Cold took it and just made it to mm-hmm. whatever it was today. Um, 2000s, because uh, cause we didn't hit him in the 90s. I have to take Taker, man. I mean, this guy yeah. – I I'm almost like giving – because, like, you have to hit him at some point within the stretch here, right? Uh, Triple H did so much. Cena did a lot in the 2000s as well. That whole – like the, even, like, getting to, like, the ruthless aggression era, like, there's a lot of guys that were there. Like, Orton started there too. There's just a lot of solid talent that we hit throughout that, uh, that time period. And then 2010s, I mean – I wasn't thinking AJ, right? I, you, you forget like, cause like you're thinking 2010s, you think 2010, you don't think the whole decade, it's like tough to even think like 2020 just started. I'd love to pick AJ here. I don't want to like cop off like Jersey's pick and that was, it wasn't even my original pick. I was going to go with Cena, but, and it's, it's crazy not to even throw Cena in there, but, uh, it's just wild. AJ is like the best wrestler in the world. Talent in what he's shown in the past couple of years in WWE has just been phenomenal. No pun intended. Actually, pun intended. I meant to say that. Uh, so yeah, it's it's, it's I, I want to be a little different here. I know like not everyone's going to choose those the, like, the taker, right? It's like he, he has to be represented at some point in the in the list. But yeah, that's what I'm going with. My four, That's solid. Yeah. Okay.
1: Noodles, we got. Uh, for the I mean for the '80s, it's it's to me it's no question. It's Hogan. I mean mm-hmm. he's the the biggest name in wrestling history by far, right? You're talking about a global phenomenon.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, you can put him on, you know, for the wrestling business. I mean, you, you put him in the likes of Babe Ruth and Michael Jordan, Muhammad Ali, Hogan's there, yeah. you know, and he deserves that honor. And he's so, you know, largely responsible for the, the explosion of professional wrestling into what it is today. Um, the nineties is to me, unquestionably Stone Cold Steve Austin. Um, I don't think anyone had a bigger flame or shine brighter during that late 90s run when he exploded on the scene. Uh, he forever changed wrestling. Um, and to me, he saved wrestling, you know, because who knows what would have happened to WWE without Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah. He was the McGuire and Sosa of 1998 in the wrestling world.
0: Except um, no steroids.
1: Except no steroids, all <laughs> clean, just beer and middle fingers, yes, sir. and dropping your boss like it's hot. But Austin is to me was my all time favorite. Probably I would put him in that in that category. And uh, absolutely he was the nineties, um, the two thousands to me, I, I agree with Tom. I think it it, it was Triple H, uh, regardless of his marital status and relationship status. <laughs> uh, to me, he was the epitome of what you wanted in a heel. Right, you legitimately hated that guy. He would always win the big matches. He carries storylines. Nobody's business. And he did it in the beginning of the 90, uh, the 2000s, and later in the 2000s, and everything in between was just tremendous work. His return from injuries, uh, Triple H is just an iconic figure for me. And in, in the 2000s, I mean 2010s, as much as I would love to put AJ Styles near, because I do think he's the best wrestler, uh, yeah. <laughs> and probably in the top top five of all time, maybe even the greatest of all time. As in in that in that light, to me, it's got to be John Cena. I mean, no one did it longer than Cena. No one did it on the the level that Cena did as far as uh, being in the forefront of the spotlight, Um, you know, AJ Styles had his run, but again, at the same time, it was, it wasn't impact, right? It wasn't WWE. It wasn't, it wasn't the forefront of professional wrestling. He carried a brand for almost 20 years. Um, No one did it as long and and as bigger as a professional than John Cena. He put guys over, he pushed the business and man, was he just a legend, a star for 20 years. Incredible.
0: Yeah. I mean, honestly like i said you can't really go wrong with a lot of picks uh that was a great explanation of john cedar by the way it actually made me feel bad that i even pick him for mine um, <laughs> that's why i put him in, that's why i put him in mine yeah um and it's like weird because like you think of like an all-time Mount rushmore which we definitely won't get into mm-hmm. today um it's it's hard like when you choose because I, I don't even like think when i think mount rushmore wrestling i, I think of when i started watching it which is like early 90s and going forward who
1: brought, you, in, who brought you into yeah your love for the so like sports. everyone's yeah.
0: matt rushmore is always going to be different right so especially because it's like a predetermined product and like what are you going to go by their the revenue they brought into the company like, how could you even determine that like what do you know yeah. like you know, one knows exact numbers. Yeah. It's, it's always going to be subjective to what you want to what you see in like wrestling but uh see i mean scene is an all-time great i mean you can't really hate on that so i feel bad john i'm sorry man um, <laughs> don't worry, we we
3: we, me and Noodles had you back, you know. We paid it, we, we 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 saw what you did.
1: J- Joey couldn't see you, but we could. Tom, Tom, yeah, yeah. Too,
0: but... Tom was in there.
3: Uh... Oh, Tommy, had not too. I'm sorry, Tom. Oh, yeah, Tommy, yeah I, of yeah. course. Yeah. Tommy's a pro. I'm so sorry. He
1: is
0: I a mean, pro. He's a too pro. excited,
1: he, he, his, his mind goes too fast <laughs>
0: Like I said, I don't go by like title reigns and stuff like that. I go by like character and like actual pro wrestling. Like Undertaker perceived that to me. Um, whatever. Uh, we did we did actually have uh, wrestling shows that happened this week. Uh, the two I want to mainly talk about, uh, just to go through, get your thoughts quick. Is uh, Wednesday Night Wars, as we talk about every week. Uh, NXT had Great American Bash, and AEW had Fighter Fest. Uh, thoroughly entertained by both shows. Noodles, what? just initial thoughts. You don't have to go through every match. We don't have to do all the jazz. Uh, what did you, did you have fun Wednesday night or whenever you watch the shows? Yeah, yeah, I
1: did. I mean, it was, it was a good battle. I mean, it's, it's nice to see the two companies going head to head like that. Right. I mean, I think it, it does the wrestling business a huge favor by creating that type of competition. Um, the, the challenges um, and everything that they're trying to push to be the better brand. Right. So we always win in situations like that. Right. Is when you have, Two companies fighting for ratings, fighting for wrestlers, competition.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and it should bring out the best in them and, and to make you be able to watch two shows, right? Two shows is better than one, in my personal opinion, if you mm-hmm. have an interest in wrestling. Yeah. So I thought both shows did a quality job. Um, I thought NXT, personally, was was definitely better. I enjoyed it more. Who would have thought uh, that? <laughs> I'm, tired. I'm tired of seeing the AEW constantly just, you know, trying to, uh, you know, poke fun at the WWE and always throw their shots out there. And it's a tiresome act. Um, but you know, let the
0: boys handle this one. <laughs> yeah, right. Any, any matches stick out to you from the shows or anything? you? Uh...
1: I actually really like, I really like the uh, EO and Sasha Banks match. Actually. Um, uh, that was my that was favorite fun. of, of yeah. both shows. Um, especially at the ending and, and bringing in Asuka, but also showing how, you know, the women can go from each show and this, there's, there's not a lot of difference in them. Right. And NXT is almost on par with what they're doing on the main roster. And I really enjoy that aspect of being surprised but also seeing the talent that can just intertwine in between two brands and, and bring out a quality show.
0: Yeah, and that's like kind of what we said before, like NXT being a third brand, the fact that we can go back and forth and like get the little shock. I like that Oscar came down.
1: Yeah, you know, that was awesome. Even yeah, though they're technically yeah.
0: all in the same state right now, it's not really like it's not actually traveled down from wherever they were. But like it's they're all there. Yeah. So I I mean it makes sense, but I, I did like the shock value. Um Tom, what are your thoughts on Wednesday night?
2: Yeah, I mean both shows were really good. I mean the I mean, I thought the the first match at E. W. Jurassic Express versus MJF and Wardlow was awesome. I mean, that mm-hmm. Wardlow, I mean, we're good, that call, guy, Tommy, beast. good call. That dude, was, that dude was a beast. That dude was going to be a big star one day. And I got to say, my favorite match at NXT was Only Walkin and Thatcher, man. That Oof. match was unbelievable. Yeah. between those two guys, those guys know how to put on a good match. And, you know, for the, I kind of like the strap match between uh um, Loomis, and you know Roddy Strong. That was a pretty cool match. I really enjoyed that. But yeah. overall, very entertaining. Both, both for you know day ones of their respective pay per views, if you want to call that. So I'm really excited for you know next week with the the second part of them. So,
0: yeah, I agree. I think uh the the MJF uh, Wardlow versus Jungle Boy and uh, Luchasaurus match was definitely it stuck out to me. Watching it was the first match they showed during that night. Uh, I think. You look at like Wardlow, right? And it's like they got to be. They wish and WWE that they had this guy. It's like it's a mix between like a modern, like a. I didn't know he could move that way, to be honest. And like I know
2: exactly the yeah. once
0: the one spot they had where um, MJF and Jungle Boy did like the nip up, and then Wardlow and Luchasaurus did, it and like they all yeah. like came. To, dude, it was just like that's that was cool. Yeah, that's that fun. Was that's cool. that's good stuff right there. Yeah. I like that. Um, yeah. Jersey, what are your thoughts on Wednesday night, man? I had a
3: great time and to, to give love to both shows. Right. I think,
2: <laughs>
3: um, you know, what NXT I thought did really good this time is, you know, a lot of people have graduated. Um, and I don't say graduated, they've moved on to their different, um, you know, whether it's SmackDown or raw or whatever's kind of going on. But like, I felt like when I watched the great American bash night one, I see them trying to build some future stars, right? Dexter Loomis is someone that they're, they're putting some, some eggs in that basket. And clearly yeah. the guy's got some talent. I mean, yeah i was into that match strap match or not yep. I know strap matches are you know it could be a little bit more of a boring match but i thought it was a good match and we know roddy strong could do it right we've been watching yeah. roddy strong for some years now Bridget. but i'm happy to see roddy yeah. and loomis kind of do what they did i mean eo right now is the woman down in nxt there's no doubt about it i love rhea ripley trust me we, we love rhea ripley but yeah. EO, it's eo's world right now and, yeah. and it's well deserved um I like that. I like the fatal four way with the girls. I thought that was good, man. You know, they're, they're trying to kind of develop some some new women to kind of, you know, get catapulted to the next level to be someone that EO could kind of go against. I think Tegan Knox could be a good contender. Um, I think I think NXT really planted some seeds in trying to grow some future talent. And I, I really appreciate what they did on that night. Yeah. Um, for Fighter Fest, I mean, Tommy, you said it. MJF, man, if you're not on this guy's bandwagon, <laughs> yeah. get on it.
1: Not this not guy,
3: like, his ring attire, how he speaks on the mic, yeah, yeah. his yeah. entrance music literally starts with "I am better than you." Like, yeah. how could you not be on this guy's bandwagon? Yeah. This guy is—he's got it. Like, he's got the whole thing.
1: That Give match it, was fantastic.
3: Sure. Oh my yeah. god! One thing I—I th- I do like about AEW, Nick, and don't don't jump down my throat with this one. I feel doing it to
1: yourself, yeah.
2: <laughs>
3: Whether every match is is a five-star match or not. I think they present their talent in a good way, right? I think that they allow their talent to – like, every match feels – I don't feel like I'm watching, like, necessarily like a mid-card or a main card. I feel like I'm just watching wrestlers. I think they do that in a really good job over there. Like, they present their talent like good. Like, Cody and Hager could have been a main event, right? It could have been for the AEW Championship or, could you know, TNT, but it still felt like a big match to me, right? Putting title aside. um, Obviously, we just spoke about the MJF match. Sheeta – Good for her. She's, she's doing her thing. I thought yeah. Penelope before that was probably Four the best I've really seen. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah.
2: Yeah.
3: yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, I felt like they did a good job. They present their talent in a very good way over there. And I, and I think NXT is trying to kind of build up some stuff because it's tough for them, right? People leave. AEW, they stay so it's it's they hard to don't have much
1: to work with either too right so there's not they don't have to spread enough as much love around as they have to do in nxt and, and
3: wwe which is, you know, true. And stuff. which is where they can give some give some time to right some people but sometimes it's a good thing
1: right no and, I, that's, I don't why, and that's
3: why yeah. the alternative sometimes it's good to have that alternative um and then obviously you know the main event hangman and um, and kenny omega um versus best friends you know and i i think when i when i, when I see trent and um uh, Chuck it out of get out of Trent's mom's minivan. Like, yeah. that's, that's that's funny <laughs> stuff, yeah, that's man. Like, that good, that's yeah. good. Like, that's what I'm talking about. Give me something different. Make it feel fun. And and let me remember that. And I think they did a good job with that. Um, Taz, you're a son of a bitch. Sloppy house or not, (laughs) you're from that sloppy house. And don't tell me you weren't cashing the royalty checks up until recently. Oh,
1: forget about it. Enough. Uh, Enough.
3: All right? Moxie's going to come. He's going to slap Cage around in two two weeks at um, (laughs) Fight for the Fallen. So I had enough of you.
0: Yeah, Taz, watch your mouth. Um, yeah. Wednesday nights for me. I well, very well said, Jersey. Definitely ate av- avocado toast this morning. Um, always does. <laughs> always does. Um, Do yeah, you I mean th- analyst <laughs> machine, Nick Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> you guys you made a lot of good points there. MJF is the best thing in AEW, in my I pure opinion right now, and I'm, I'm not. And,
1: and, and, sorry, Joey, to cut you off yeah. there, but I just love the fact that like, he's so good on the mic and his presentation of his character. It's just it's just so much more powerful than his wrestling and he's a good wrestler. But even yes. if you're not like, you know, a superstar like a styles, you can overcome that with all those intangibles that that guy has and it's special.
0: He he's oh,
1: and
3: pro, he's pro wrestling. No, and, and real quick, put Jericho on commentator oh, all the God. time. Oh like, yeah, to dual, so good. dual talent. Gold. I want him on the commentator and I want him in the ring. What he was doing with Orange Cassidy, I was losing <laughs> it the whole time. Cassidy didn't say a word, and Jericho was yeah. like flipping out. I loved yeah. it. So Joey, please take us take it away.
0: Yeah, no. You, I mean, you guys basically uh, you guys hit everything on the head there. I mean, anything from MJF to to Jericho to to Wardlow to NXT with. The EO EO versus Sasha match. I mean Wednesday night was was fun, man. It was uh this is what we for wrestling fans was is what we look for in, in in the product. Um AEW brings and I, like you said with the with the Trent uh and the and uh what's his name? Chucky T coming up in Trent's mom's car, like van like, <laughs> like it popped you a little bit and it's like so, like it's hard to get like it's new sh- new stuff these days with wrestling. It's been around for so long and with the new company, them just to do do little things like that, it makes it that much better over there. Um so yeah shout out to both shows uh, i'm excited for week two um next week we're just get, it's you can't really argue like we, we can't be mad as fans like to get back-to-back weeks of like top notch stuff um i know i think next week we're getting some uh new matches but also we're getting also getting cadence versus Yim, which we saw them so it's kind of like on the fly like they're booking on the fly so we're getting some some good stuff i don't have the match card in front of me here for next week we can discuss it though when, when we react to it um But, yeah, I mean, Wednesday nights are great right now. Uh, You can't really ask for more as a wrestling fan. Uh, Super happy with what we're getting. AEW brings that, like, when I watch AEW, you get, like, the WCW vibe sometimes, but, like, in a good way, not in a bad way. So you get that little difference from uh, the the WWE product. Um, Yeah, just super happy, man. I mean, it's the taz talking shit and like mjf bringing up the the war rings is always like good and bad to it right mjf bringing up like they're in a ratings war and then taz talking shit about WWE like directly it's like just i mean pick your pick your pick your spots here right so go fuck yourself Taz, uh and uh (laughs) that was it i mean it's it's kind of Did a good job, right? He pissed us off. What a heel. That's what a heel yeah, does. Yeah, he did I guess. a great he's job. doing
1: I mean, he's been, he has been doing such amazing work too. So it's No,
3: yeah,
0: I don't
1: want it's credit it, but like Oh no, of my hat! I'm only kidding. There, right?
3: I'm only kidding, but don't call it WWE <laughs> Sloppy House. Watch your mouth.
0: Yeah, it's what you got I mean, you you made yourself an ECW, but WWE gave you that like platform to do better and get your name out there. So, whatever.
2: ECW was, you know, the standard of healthcare down there you know what
1: i mean yeah where, like, where, other, where
0: other people stab yeah, people in yeah. the ring and fucking kill exactly people. yeah <laughs> listen boys i want you to uh, enjoy your fourth of july weekend here um everyone thank you for listening uh episode 11 of the wrestling journal podcast like i said before at wrestlebuzz on instagram at wrestlebuzz with three z's on twitter uh for bad news canali nicky noodles nick jersey i am joseph crush we are out you are so-